Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Doomed, a Soccer Rangers podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. Who are we? Well, I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. I'm Cole. I'm the Green Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. And joining us once again, a special guest. Yes, they still exist. And welcome back, one of our favorites, Nathan. I'm Nathan, a local anime connoisseur. Uh, also was back in the podcast during Nom. It was a good time. <laughs> back in Nom. <laughs> yep. I think that's how we have to describe season one. <laughs> it was a little yeah, hair. Yeah. Well, welcome to the recording studio. In, that's floating in the void. Yeah, this is actually my like fourth or fifth time in the void. It's kind of homey, you know. The colors are a bit bland, but you get used to it after a while. Mm-hmm. Ignore that uh, that crumbling mess that's over there. Um, that's yeah, I, I was to... wondering about that. Yeah, that used to be a cathedral. Oh, okay. <laughs> it kind of fell apart. All it was only really held together by uh, tear, uh, sweat, tears, and bubble gum. Yep. Oh, bubble gum especially. I find that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, it lasted for a whole, you know, twenty-five minutes. So that was the important thing. Uh, enough to get married in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The yak did not go and fall during the ceremony, so everything is good and clearly blessed by God. Yep. Anyway. Because <laughs> we got one of those here. Well, with, yeah. with, well, with John blowing stuff up and shooting things every which way. Good times had by all. I'm surprised the place stood up. Yep. <laughs> well then. So we know, we know, since Nathan's been here before, we can ask him, hey... If you want to give a uh, 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 how should I say, a review of things you do, who you are, which like you were a guest before, so we already got the full the full story. Let's get the uh, short synopsis to remind people. Um. Uh, just, just imagine your life is like Yu-Gi-Oh abridged or GBZ abridged or something like that. Just just go for it. My name is Nathan. I watch anime. Uh, kick ass in IRL fighting game as well as competitive video fighting games. That's that's me. Q Q. Yeah. And what's yep. your and what's your current anime that you're watching? Oh boy. Um. Well, right now I'm watching like 14 shows from this season, and then on the side I'm rewatching Angel Beats and Monster. Q. Yeah. And what's your most recent purchase? The Last Guardian Collector's Edition. Oh, okay. Which I already beat. I bought it yesterday. I'm not surprised. We are, Our Blue Ranger actually had bought the Collector's Edition as well. Yeah, man. The figure that comes with it is so nice. It's probably like the best video game figure I've ever gotten. Oh, yeah? That's cool. Yeah, it's really detailed. Awesome. Hmm. I wouldn't know. Yeah, yeah I'm, not a, I'm not a fighters but, game kind of person. The whole Last concept Guardian's of not a fighting game. Last Guardian is in the. Oh, Last Guardian. Why, what am I thinking of? Yeah, no, whoa. Why did, why did I jump to fighting game? Because I, I play competitive fighting games. Maybe. Because you mentioned it. I just thought of Blaze Blue all of a sudden. Um, I have been playing the new Blaze Blue. It's really, really good. Yeah. Wait, Last Guardian's out already? Yeah, it yeah, came dude, out it, three days ago. Yeah. Oh, shit. Man, jeez, I don't pay attention to anything. Well, it's also been delayed for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah. 
literally since 2007. You got yourself some bird dog. Fine, nine years then. Dog. <laughs> nine years then. Pretty, pretty much ten years. It's December. Yeah. Bird dog. Woof. Anyway. But so be what woof? are we? Yeah. Like a woof. So Robert, so Robert, what are we doing this week? Well, first things first. I think somebody needs to go and read the upcoming conventions. If I can find any, <laughs> like, oh my god, like there's literally a land almost... this week, huh? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, let's see, one, two, three. There's actually more than I thought. One, two, three, four, five. You don't even need to use your one hand to count that. Yeah, that, well, that's on one. Oh, shut up. Anyway, um, and then the other one, let's see, and there's nothing on this side, so nothing on that page I have to worry about. So starting off, we have Con Alt-Delete in Rosetown, uh, Rosemont, Illinois. That's a clever ah, name. That's clever, yeah. That is actually really clever, and that's between December 16th and 18th. Holiday Matsuri, also between 16th and 18th in Orlando, Florida. Anime Evolution, um, Aki Matsuri in Vancouver, B.C., well, that's on the 17th, which is my birthday. Um, Macon, also on the 17th, in La Jubjana, Slovenia. I hope I pronounced that right. I probably didn't. It's okay. Every other or every country in the world hates us at this point. Yeah. And Comic Fiesta in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. That I know I pronounced right. <laughs> But anyways, if you are attending any of these conventions, make sure you're, you be safe, have fun, and of course, as always, follow the ten rules of con. And since we have someone here that I don't think really knows those rules, do, should we read them off real quick? You know, why not have a little refresher once in a while? But yeah, also sure. sense. Yeah, we'll go... That's, that's yeah. the big rule you need. Common sense. Well, now, well, that's, well, this common is, sense is like... It's not as common as you think it is. You'd yeah, be surprised so how many common people you meet that don't have that kind of sense. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. So number one, never brandish a weapon. Common sense. But unfortunately, people are stupid. Number two, always ask before taking a picture, because it's polite. Number three, sleep every night, five hours minimum. Ha. Bah. I'll get that. For sleep. When it comes to conventions, you need to have at least five hours, so you're not collapsing. Especially yeah, if you're wearing, you're overexerting yourself already. Yeah, especially with a large, big costumes, or but just ones that are hot. Uh, number four, stay well nourished, food and water. Um, number five, no con funk, shower daily. That's a common one that a lot of people pe- people forget. Uh, number six, no excessive PDA. Public displays of affection. Mm-hmm. Cole does that with his... Never mind. Shut up. Number seven, never spend food or transportation money on junk. Sometimes you gotta get that sword, though. Sometimes you gotta get that sword, though. Yeah. Well, if it prevents you from getting home with said sword, I think that's an issue. But that sword, though. Number eight, no alcohol. Who needs, who needs transportation? You have a sword. <laughs> yeah, try and get across the border with just a sword and no money. Um, you have no a mo- sword. What are the border police going to do? <laughs> Shoot <Yeah>. you. 
go, brah, I got a sword. I'm like, oh, shit, damn, what do I do now? He's got a sword. <laughs> I shoot you. Done. Anyway, number eight, no alcohol or drugs, which is broken a lot, um, except for with dinner or doctor's note. You really need to go and rewrite that one. <laughs> you really need to. Who does uh, yeah, get a con? Like, yeah, know. no, it's... It, it's it, it fit well on a business card, but it's not necessarily one of those. Th- that's like the one that you kind of interpret as you will, yeah. not uh, not one that's supposed to be taken for gospel. Yeah, not like number five. Number five is a goddamn rule. If you can't go and do that, do not go to convention. I'm sorry. Just what was well, number five again? No car- shower daily. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep. And four is also in there because you don't really want to be collapsing. No. Um, no. Uh, uh, that's a careful. Yeah, I suppose. Be careful when glomping. People break. <laughs> Especially their and their costumes will break. I, I've seen a number of costumes break from people doing that. Yeah, and people and said people will murder you if they spend a year working on it. I don't know why you'd go to a glomping circle if you're wearing a costume like that. Oh wait, the, the glomp circle is a more recent development. Oh. <laughs> It used to be that glomping would just happen. The glomp circle is kind of on what it turned into because it became so heavily discouraged on the floors. Mm. It was people Sometimes just randomly... you just get pulled into it, man. The gravitational yeah. pull of the glomp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it, is, it is a force that scientists just do not understand. Yeah. That is true. That and is true. 10, that, that, is, uh, that is a soccer rangers approved science fact. Yeah. Science and, I think, and, I, and I also think that number 10 needs to be re- revamped as well. Just because... I don't know. That, that one I'm sticking with. Because when you've got a room of four people and one guy is dying yes, of I know in one bed. Yes, I realize that. But, but, but be smart is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, get no, your no. own goddamn room. No, yeah. no, no, no. Number 10, keep it in your pants. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, yeah, private room, all good. Sharing it with other people, no! Don't nooky-nooky all up over there. Yeah. Wait, what if I gotta sleep beside you? There's only, like, two beds, and there's, like, five guys in there. <laughs> and one girl. Of course there's only one girl, because, like... There well, seems to know, be maybe, always maybe at least one girl. Be. It's re- it's really weird. Well, of course, there has to be at least one girl for the nookie nook to happen. Because if it's no, not, I, it's just like no, I realize that. I'm saying that for some reason, like, have you got like for some reason that in our room there's always at least one girl that just stays. Yep. Well, yeah, of course, cool. Yep. Nookie nookie boy, nookie nookie. For the record, if you nookie nookie my cousin, I swear I will stabby stabby you in the facey face. Oh yeah, it was your cousin last year, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. It wasn't your cousin the year before. No, no. That one you could do it with. There you go. She'd actually probably enjoy it from you. She'd be happy with that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, McKenna would kill you, but, you know. Ah! Well, unless she was involved, she might enjoy that. I don't know. Ah, she might applaud. She might applaud. Just stand there. <laughs> Just clap. <laughs> but anyways... You do, you- you do you. Okay. But anyways, those are the ten rules of con. Please follow them. Yep. All right. Now so, swinging over to the evening subject. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. I'm I'm hearing music. I am hearing. Ah, could it be? Is it time for? Uh, no idea. 
Uh, eh, uh, uh, uh. Tyler's practicing his Gregorian throat singing. Uh, uh. <laughs> Wait, is it? Thought it was time for Tyler's anime uh. book club. Oh, is that already starting? Holy shit, we're getting right into it. <laughs> I thought we were. I thought we were doing the evening subject before <sighs> anime. Yeah, it's anime book club first. People want to talk about it. Cool things right. happening. Okay, so so hold on. Fucking... Before we do, is there actually a music or something like that to go with this? No, I haven't done anything yet. Oh, okay. um, I don't know what. Do I, what do I have to do? What What kind of music would be good with this? What's, For what, a book what club, make it something like really calm and relaxing and not fitting. Really calm and relaxing and not fitting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just mm. completely anticlimactic. Welcome to the Anime Book Club. Perfect. Where we'll talk about animes. It's it's anime, but it's a book club. But it's about anime and not actually books. And it only happens once a month. But here we are in the Anime Book Club. Where we're going to talk about this month's Angel Hunts. Please enjoy our thoughts, our ideas, our revelations about the anime that we're treating like a book club in Tyler's Anime Corner. Thank you. Is that trademarked? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Do some research on that. Uh, it's a work in progress. It's still, it's still uh, a little asterisk down in the corner there. Asterisk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's you. Me. That's you. Uh, and then it's going to go off to a little saying thing. Uh, um, oh, what the hell do they say? Title notwithstanding, title bound to change, whatever the hell they say. Working title. <laughs> working title. Uh, phone phone microwave subject to change. Yeah, subject to change, working title, things like that. So, yeah. Tyler's Anime Corner, Tyler's Anime Book Club. It's like a book club, but with anime. Uh, this week, we decided... Uh, well, I guess not this week, this month. Last month, I was like, hey, let's watch Angel Beats, because it's a good combination of like really kind of funny stuff, but then also really tear your heart out and stomp on the floor, because it's so sad and feely stuff. Who wants to go first? Uh, don't, by the don't, way, I'm <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm super pissed at you right now, Tower. By the way, oh. I'm super pissed at you. So this is crazy. This is crazy. Cole actually watched another anime. He's notorious for not watching things that we talk about. Still hasn't watched Star Wars, but he did watch Deadpool. That is true. So, so Cole, can we just talk about the elephant in the room before we go and get to Cole's whole critique of this thing? So you didn't watch the extra OVAs? I didn't get a chance to. Mm. All right, next week we'll have a bimbo in replacing Cole and a special oh, shut up. You said... coming? <laughs> oh, uh, shut up! You're not said... gonna lie. The OVAs are like one of the most hilarious parts of the series. For your information. I have I have the first OVA loaded up right now on my computer, and I'm planning on watching it as soon as we finish this podcast. Hmm. Okay. The only reason I hadn't watched it is because I ran out of time. 
Did you watch? Did you watch the like the epilogue, the second epilogue? No. Mm. I don't know where to that's, find that. That's that's the uh, the DVD only. I if I remember, I know what it's about, but I never watched. I wasn't able to find it. It's like only like a five minute little video. So yeah, that, that's that's another epilogue. That's the one where he stays. Yeah. But anyways, so but yes, I watched this entire thing in over the course of about three about two to three days okay well it is only 13 episodes so yeah i could bang I, that i i will i will say this right now that i was watching the first episode and i also find, I find it interesting that this show is six years old yeah yeah it's pretty old yeah but yeah i was watching it and i'm like okay i, I got about halfway through the show and I'm like, this is just weird. What the hell? I have to admit, though, the band, the girl band, uh, Girls Dead Monster, is really, really good. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, it's funny. After I watched the first episode, I actually thought that uh, that would happen a lot more with like uh, Girls Dead Monster playing. So I was like, it's Angel Beats, so it's going to have more beats. But they're actually only in there like a couple times. Twice. They're twice for distractions and they kind of just play the music throughout. Yeah. A little bit, anyway. Of course, they play the sad, the ballad a lot more, but... Um, yeah. And then there was weird allusions to music through things, because, like, uh, like, the main uh, antagonist, I guess, her name was, like, they referenced it as to being written like uh, uh what was like playing it? like a, a song playing a melody yeah. yeah yeah so yeah they had weird allusions to music throughout the thing but never in like the core part of it no but in any case though i ended up watching about halfway through and i'm like okay so what the hell am i missing here and I just didn't get it, and then started playing more, and then I'm like, fine, I guess, well, Tyler make, is, told me I have to watch it, so I'll watch this whole thing. I'm, I'm not going to like it, but I'm going to watch it. Mm. Then I kept going, and I got through the second episode. I'm like, oh, this is, this is a little bit weird, but okay, this is interesting. These death traps are funny. <laughs> the guild, oh my <laughs> god. I, I think oh. episode two is probably one of the Bet, uh, better episodes at actually showing what the show is because yeah. it's so funny, and then out of nowhere, it like smacks you in the face with, uh, with a giant fucking with, with Yuri Pei's backstory, and it's like, wow, holy crap! Okay, yeah. that's really dark. I feel sad now, and then it goes back to being hilarious again. It's like, oh, the one thing okay. that they never really explained was like how they make weapons. Um, All they said was like, we make it from dirt. That's exactly it. That's exactly That's what, what they, they do. But, they oh, I realize that. But and I want to just think about okay, this lately because they have memories from being alive. Yeah. And so they can literally pick up dirt and be like, if I was thinking about like my phone, I could my it could turn into my phone. I realize that. I just find that interesting. Like they never actually showed the process on screen. It's they, it's kinda, a, they just implied it. Yeah, it's implied they go about it the same way, or at least a similar way, as Tachibana or Angel uh, <laughs> creates her weapons. Yeah. Like, her abilities. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Well, she kind of programs it. Yeah, she kind of... Like, but 
But then the whole concept of like the programs just kind of change stuff, and it's like you gotta go to the root of the matter. But you find that out later down in the series, where it's just like she's a program and she just kind of programs things, and then she creates weapons, and it's just like yeah. But yeah, then the guild kind of like, of course, was, it started off with the dark, like how dark, like the backstory is. Like for Yuri's is like okay, so this person had a really bad life in the back. Yeah. And then we get on to my song, which was the was episode three, and ta- talks about how her life and how how hers was kind of very crappy. And I thought I'm like, okay, I'm watching this. Okay, there's a theme here. Yeah, <laughs> there's a yeah. theme here, and then just like shitty luck. I'm like, I'm betting there's something about everybody. The fact is that you don't find out everybody's yeah. past kind of pisses me off. That's. <laughs> That's actually one of the main main gripes that happens to Angel Beats, if if not all key animation shows in general. Uh, for example, the newest show, Charlotte. They have extremely bad pacing. Uh, like, most of their shows could probably be expanded to at least 24 episodes, if not more, but they're always cut short and given, like, 13 episodes, so they try and jam in as much content as they can in, like, the last couple episodes. Like, if we were able to go into every member of the SSS Brigade's backstories, like, it would have been so much better, because throughout the series, we grow attached to these characters, and we want to learn more. I still don't know why TK doesn't speak Japanese. Oh my god, TK, he's off. Apparently TK knows Japanese, because he can understand what they're fucking saying, but he's just really bad at English, and he's really bad at Japanese, because he moves between the two. Yeah, he just just wants to express himself with dance, man. Yeah, and then he, like, quotes, quotes, like, songs and lyrics and stuff. And that's his thing. He's like, ah, kiss me. And he shoots the demon in the face. Goodbye, lost heaven. (laughs) Oh, but the funny thing, it was hilarious because I was watching episode 12. And I'm watching and I'm like, okay, okay. And then uh, all of a sudden I'm like, and then TK comes spitting down the fucking staircase. And he yep. lands, shoots another one in the head, and goes, knocking on heaven's door. I'm like, oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Bob yes, Dylan, yeah. I was, like, I was like, that's Bob Dylan. I'm like, what? It was like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just TK. He's just, he's him. See, so. and, then, and yet we don't even see this character who we, like, all love. We don't even get to see him be obliterated. All of these side characters happen off screen. Yes, yeah. that pissed me right off. Yeah, um, but not God. just only that because like there were so many like the characters that I would have liked to know their backstory on. This is just for me. Um, the fifth, yeah, one. Matsushita, yeah, Matsushita, um, Mister Halbert. I just want to figure out what the fuck happened with him because he's an idiot. He just yeah. really likes Halberds and Yuripe. Uh, well, be, it almost like he was in love with Yuripe, and he was in love with Yuripe. He, he was, yeah, yeah, and like I don't know how he would pass on though, like because if he's because that was the whole concept of the character. If they fall in love in this world, and then that's the kind of thing that makes them their regrets, and they never leave because that was the whole someone else did that. It was the kind of the bugs in the world. Anyway. um... The other one, what, what what was his name? I'm trying to remember now. Uh, oh, God. What was his the, freaking the name? The nerdy guy? 
No, not him. Call me Christ. <laughs> no, that no, guy I, was just, no. That I was, guy was, I was just weird. That guy I was, was talking like, about me... Takamatsu. Oh man, talk! Isn't that such a like a tone shift on that character? I How he be becomes skinny with clothes on. Takayama <laughs> like, was just funny. He's supposed to be like... the nerdy glasses guy character that puts on the glasses, says something uh, like really nerdy or intelligent, and then he just turns Ignore... and like, rips his shirt off, and he just. Buff all the time. No, my like, favorite oh. hilarious thing about that whole thing is that he's like, ignore the glasses, he's actually an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's no, more than that. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Takayama and um, Hinata, um, I just, where they were doing um, the test scores. Ah! Oh, Watch! <laughs> just, just like, ow! Just the like, rocket chairs, yeah, the and then the slow chairs. motion rocket chairs as they fly up. The, the, the instant replay, <laughs> the instant replay. Uh, and then there's 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 a uh, Hinata who always rockets up, and there's the other one where um, oh, I forget his name. The sad, sad, <coughs> kind of pathetic character who who like uh, puts his love out to oh Oyama. Yeah, he puts his love yeah. out and gets his heart teared away. And then the other guy's like, oh, I can't wait to see his rocket chair. And then he just flies up into the air. Yeah. And just like, oh. like, what the hell? But no, the other one I was talking about was Sheena. Oh, the, the ninja chick. The ninja chick. I was like, what the hell yeah. is story? Yeah. yeah, that'd be really nice to know. And I loved her weakness. It was so cute. <laughs> I was like, cute no, stuff. I must save cute stuff. <laughs> And, but during the guild, that was absolutely hilarious. Like, I made a mistake! <laughs> Nothing for you, from you, Rob? Is he even still there? He's gone. Oh, I'm, I'm here. I'm time. just letting you guys go and talk about all the good things. <laughs> what about that uh, OTP of Hinata and Yui? That was so cute. I cried. I will admit, I, that's one of the places I cried. That was... <laughs> Oh, oh God! I, I, okay, I'm gonna become the least popular guy in the room right now. Watching this back for the third time because I haven't watched this again in probably five or six years. I know, I know the show's old? only been out for about six years, but I watched it twice in pretty close succession after it came out. I was uh, downloading it. I was torrenting it back when it was first being subbed, you know, by fan groups back then. You know, now we have services like Crunchyroll that make things a lot more accessible than what they used to be. Yeah, Crunchyroll is being a pain in the ass for me, so I literally had to, I had to watch it on GoGo Anime. Oh, oh. Gross. That's, that's it worked, that. actually. It well, was actually. I'm, I'm glad that worked, because I'm, I'm actually, actually really, really happy good. having Cole talking for a change during these segments. I know, it's <laughs> crazy, right? The quality was actually really good for once. Yeah, um, okay. that's good. But Go on, Rob. Yeah, w- watching this back again, though... I had a lot of good memories of this show, and I really thought that it was awesome and well-designed and really creative. Watching it back, it's ruined itself for me. Really? I, I found it kind of held up. I, it, don't get me wrong. It's every bit as good as I remember. I think part of the problem is... Back when I saw it originally, I was just watching anime for the sake of watching anime, um, seeing it as a different art form, a different art style than pretty much anything else out there. Now I'm seeing on how a lot of Western animation and Western media has kind of caught up to anime in that respect. And I'm viewing things from a different lens, as well as being a little bit more aware of how production works and 
the amount of uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? The, the pre and post production stuff that makes all of this come together. And watching it back, I just I still really like the show, but I'm having a hard time calling it good after seeing it back again because there are so many little things about it that. I just don't think anybody would forgive if it was anything other than an anime. Like, uh, like what? Hmm? Well, like, part of it is, and this is something that I absolutely loved about it originally, but now find myself kind of upset with. This show doesn't really give us a great window into a lot of the characters, but it tries to make us emotionally invested in them just at the last second. Now, don't get me wrong, Otonashi, great, Yuripe, great. Even Kanade, to a certain extent, I think they did a really good job with. Um, and don't get me wrong, the only time I really cried during this was Yui's final episode, because that is done expertly. Like, that episode by itself, if every episode of the series was done to that level, that would be the only... Sh- or this would be a show that would still... They'd be remaking it at this point. That, that episode got its own ending theme. If it gets up. its own ending theme, you know it's legit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, they, they put a ton of effort into that. But yeah, with the characters that they kept at times going and forcing into our faces, like, hey, hey, you're, you're, you're going to want to go and remember these guys. You're going to want to remember them. Oh, we're going to make it feel like this is a really sad moment when they go away, but you're not fully invested in them. Whether it's... God, I just... Sorry, I'm trying to go and keep this uh, light and go and talk about how good it is. Because I really would recommend that everybody watch this anime still. But between the recording work for TK... At times it sounds like it's recorded on an iPhone. At times it sounds like it's recorded in the studio. I don't know exactly what went on there with that. It's like... I almost wonder if TK wasn't supposed to be speaking English originally, and they just accidentally deleted all of the sound files for whoever the original voice actor was supposed to be. Like, I cannot explain why that audio is so bad at times and so good at others. It's very confusing. So, uh, that's one thing. And there's other characters that deal with that same kind of audio issue on there. It just doesn't sound right for, like, a split second while they're talking, and then suddenly, oh, hey, things are good again. I don't know what the hell is up with that. And for the record, I have the DVDs. It's not a streaming issue. I, I have I legitimately have the DVDs, and it's the same problem every time. It's not a buffering issue or anything like that. Okay, since you said that like the UE episode was the only episode that made you cry, I have to go along no, and tell actually, you the no, point. I shouldn't say that. That was the obliteration portion that made me cry. Odonashi's backstory is another great episode. Yeah. That one That one got me on multiple levels, and that is the best produced episode of the whole thing. It is completely on track. It's got a great narrative from beginning to end. And, you know, there's not a lot of light moments, which I do think is one of the show's strongest aspects. So the humor in there is spot on, especially when it's, you know, really kind of dark when you really take your time to think about it. Like I said, there's a lot of good in this, but... I don't know. It's just between uh, uh, what's her name, the first one that we really saw get obliterated. Uh, it was the guitar player. What, what the hell was her name? I- Iwasawa. Thank you. Iwasawa. Yeah, yeah they just kind of throw this character in there, 
And they build her up in the episode. It's like, oh, you know she's going to die because they're going and putting all of these elements into this. It's like, I never got a chance to get really emotionally invested in her. They just go and drive the narrative in a way that, oh, we're trying to go and make you feel emotion, but we're not emotionally attached to the character. And that's the way I felt with a lot of them, especially, uh, oh, God, uh, Guy with the God Complex and Hypno Powers. Oh, yeah. Uh, he seemed force. Um, oh, God, no, incredibly so. And yeah. then they're not na- uh, the following episodes. It's like, uh, we don't no. care about you. I'm sorry. Yeah. Now he, were... now he kind of came out of left field, to be honest. Yeah, now yeah. he was a bit of a tool. Yeah. <laughs> but no. I don't know. He seemed... Okay. I thought I thought he would disappear like if he if they if he disappeared when they uh when when he got like the whole uh kind of uh acceptance thing, I think that would be in like the perfect time for him. But then he kinda like stuck around and then became like a main character right to yeah, the Yeah, he, he lingers. Yeah. yeah. And just in an unnecessary way. And it feels like they had too many characters shoved in there. Because you had some of them that would just disappear for long periods of time, and then they'd come back in, and it's just like, oh, I'm supposed to feel for you guys. You know, it's just... <sighs> yeah, well, some of them I... more like the comic relief kind of thing, where it's just like, you feel for yeah. them the way that they entertain you. Yeah, but if they just used them as comic relief characters, it wouldn't be as big of a deal, because at least then it would be a trope. In the case of a lot of these guys, it's like, okay, we're going to use them for comic relief here. Oh, but then we're going to go and feel a heavy drama moment that goes along with all of this. Mm. You know, if it was just, if it was moments like when they were doing the test. Yeah. They kept going and screwing with all the characters, and that was the extent of what they did with them, or occasionally had them going and helping out in a serious way, but not putting a lot of character focus on them. It'd be fine, but they didn't develop half of the background characters enough to justify the amount of screen time and dialogue they had. Exactly. Hmm. Like for example, like I said, like, okay. I still really like the show. I just watching yeah. it back. Okay, I, I have myself because I really, th- and you know, our memories go and screw with us. You know, time makes fools of us all. But I really thought that this was a perfect example of what anime is compared to other forms of animation and watching it back now i'm like well at the time it was pretty good but i never really got as emotionally invested in the characters as i did with some other series that came out around the same time uh, i don't know to be, to be fair okay. two, 2010 was like really really good year for anime it was definitely Okay, I have to. I have to. Admit, I have to admit this right now because, like you were saying, how like how Yui's episode made you cry. I have to admit there was like three episodes that really hit me fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Number one was number nine, which was in your memory, and that was during the last. It was when they were trying just before like he actually died, and they were doing the organ donor cards. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh that fucking hit hard. Oh, that, oh my god. That episode got me on multiple levels. Between that and his sister, just... Oh. The sister part didn't hit me that hard. It was more of like... It was more of the, okay, he's rescuing people. There's no escape. They're gonna... They're having strife already. And then all of a sudden, he's... You can, you can see from the huge, like, how he's hurt on his side. He's obviously ruptured something. 
and you're trying to like, oh geez, and then he's doing the organ donor card. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> and then he's like inspiring everybody else to do their donor cards, <laughs> which apparently you carry around in your wallet. That's uh, Japan. Is I don't know what Japan's like. Maybe they have that in Japan. Maybe. Um, the second uh, Nathan's one. Nathan's been to Japan. He could. He could tell you. I I don't know what they carry in their wallets. You didn't mug anyone? Uh, no. You gotta, I do you that here, not in Japan. Come oh, on. Okay, I get you. You mug people I, in your own turf, not other people. Yeah, yeah. I've been told that on the... <laughs> sorry. I've been told that on the back of uh, whatever their, you know, federally accepted ID is. I, I cannot remember what the heck they call them. That they do have organ donor registry that you can choose to go and do, so... Yeah, because ours is you have to literally go out and, like, get something for it. Where yeah. I guess you keep, like, they must hand them out in school or something. Yeah. But anyway, um, the second one was the end of, was was once again the UE episode right near the end. Oh, God, yes. Like, the, the final cinematic, like, where where Hinata, like, literally, it's literally the cinematic just before, as she's disappearing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, the totally. The one in the background where it's actually acting, I was like, I'll bash, a, I'll, put, I'll put a baseball through your window. And it's acting all out. I'm like, oh my god. Just every moment of that episode, that's... Honestly, when I was thinking back, when Tyler suggested <laughs> that we do this for the uh, anime book club, that's what I always go to. That's what I think of as quintessentially Angel Beats, and that's what stuck with me. It's why I was so excited that Cole was probably going to take the chance to watch this. And by the way, Cole, good for you. I don't think I've said that, but we're proud of you. Yeah, good Even job, if you didn't get Cole. to the OVAs and we'll be replaced with a bimbo, uh, we're, we're proud I've of you. I have heard Tyler say good job to me, ever. Yeah. And I've known him for, ten, for 15 years. <laughs> oh, so uh, you're on the verge of tears now. Oh, Angel Beats, bringing tears to us all. 15, it's got to be more than 15 years. <laughs> I've known you since kindergarten. Yeah, that's over 15 years. Yeah, good point. Anyway, um, knocking on Heaven's Door didn't really hit me at all, but of course, this one of course hit me extremely badly was Graduation. Well, the final episode will do well, that. Well, of course, yeah, the gra- it's the final episode. So, of course, like, the whole confession that I love you and all that thing, and then, and the fact that she's actually the, don- the person who got his heart, which confused me. By the way, it's so because he, he became an organ donor. Yes, but how did he? But he died first. Time, time is like I guess when you're yeah. dead, time is yeah. limbo. That's 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 the theory I have here is that he, um, he's the guy. Like since time's so weird, there that my theory is that he's the one who actually wrote that program. Um, to make the shadows because he like that was the whole thing that happened and so it, like it's like a weird circular thing that's happening. Um, so I've always had that theory. Rewatching it, my theory it's gotten a little less. Like I kind of don't follow. I don't believe it as much. But when I first watched it, I believe that since time was weird there, where he showed up after she showed up, and I don't know how long she's been there, and like she had to die before he died. But like the heart, so it's like he only had to show up recently, and he just kind of also forgot his memory. So it kind of felt like since time's so weird there, it's no longer a factor. So he could have been showing up now and then writing that program, and then that program then comes into effect later in the thing. So it's like 
things don't happen in order there. They just kind of happen mm. and then affect later. Who knows? You see, I kind of thought that was the case as well the first time watching it, and the second time I don't, around, I don't I see that. I don't see that. Gave up on it. Yeah. 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 But I understand where you're coming from, though, because I, I maybe that was just me wanting to hope beyond hope that you know there was more to this. But um, yeah, not to not to divert from what Cole was trying to do there. But can I just talk about the one thing that has really ruined the show for me? Okay, another thing. Go ahead. But th- this is the one that really just gets me beyond anything else. Because I can really forgive a lot of technical issues and whatnot. I can forgive poor execution of certain elements. But my God, the after credits thing in the quote unquote original ending. What the fuck is that? What's 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 wrong with that? What the? Oh yes. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Which part? That's like the happy ending, though. Oh, that yeah, that's the happy that, ending. That's that's the closure, man. Yeah, you. That's you, the second life thing. It's literally yeah. it's, it's the next life thing. It's exactly like Yui and and Hinata. And they fucking find each other, and it's just like. Oh my and God. D- by the way, you know the song that she was hu- she was humming the same day. She, she was humming my sad song. song. Yeah, my yeah, song. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Which is, yeah. How do you not get more like Deus Ex Machia poetic than that? My heart fucking thumped hard when that happened. Ugh, it's it's a horrible though. How they go and Shake. build? Uh, they build up that sequence as she's being obliterated. They're going and working through that, and I, I would maybe disagree. This is just because that, I, hold on, hold on, hold on. I would disagree that they got obliterated. Obliterated. They did not get obliterated. Like that was the definition of like when Angel deals with them and, and gets rid of them. Mm. Like no, no. I see that as a le- as, as moving on. Yeah. Well, that's what well. That's how I see it as well. I'm just using their terminology. I uh, know that that puts like in the up. end they got rid of the obliteration ter- terminology. So yeah, it was. Accepted. They called. They turned it to that's go it. an exception. Hmm? Yeah, but that's, that's really like, hard to, try to communicate point wise in a podcast unless you can see it in the moment. Mm. Well, so I'll stop I using obliteration people... and we'll just go and use moving on or whatever. Well, they okay. used erased, like being erased. Yeah. yeah. But, like... but anyways, the part that hit, like, first, of course, the fact that they, the way he ended was, like, crying into the sky as he's hugging her saying, I love you. And she's saying, thank you. And he literally falls forward as she disappears. And that yeah. just killed me so hard. I'm like, oh my god! Like I that, thought because because I I figured that it was like okay. I thought he was gonna like back away or something like that. Like they were gonna let go and then she disappears. The fact that he fell forward while he, she was in his arms just killed me. It's a really well animated sequence, but did you really believe in that kind of romance going into it? Sure. Where was the real buildup? Oh, you just thought it, you felt that it was too spontaneous? Honestly, yeah. I mean, it's not that I have any problem with it. Had the sequence gone through that way, and it wasn't for the after credit sequence on there, I would have been gung-ho. It's like, this is great. Because they were all accepting to go, and then he was he even talked about, oh, should, should I go? And then Hinata was like, nah, you want to leave her alone. So Hinata left next, and then they were, like, getting all emotional. And then they get emotional outside, and then she. And gets then angels like, okay, the angels was saying is like we should both go, like yeah. literally. And then he came up with the idea was like maybe we're supposed to stay here together, 
And then she was like, no, I got to thank you ever since the beginning. And then she thanked him, disappeared. And then he was like, okay. Uh, if you ever, like, that's, that's the whole thing. If you watch the another epilogue, it's the whole thing about him staying and then, like, being there by himself. And, and, being, kinda, the, and being the new uh, student body president. Yeah, yeah. And then just, like, helping people move on. Um, yeah, so it's just, like, there's more than one, one way. Because, like, I don't know if it's, like, if he stays there and does that, or and then eventually accepts himself, and then they find each other. I like to think that happened. I like to think he did both. I, that's that's what I always thought. I always thought he did both. Yeah. Because, like, like we said, time is, like, Im- impartial in limbo or wherever they are. Yeah. So, like, he, it would be possible for him to do both as long as he eventually also moves on himself. Yeah, because he stays there. And then maybe he finds another person they connects with who then can take over his position. Sort of like the Dread Pirate Roberts. Hmm. I, that's the and that's all well and good. <laughs> yeah, that's all well and good. Like... I totally get where you guys are coming from, especially with the another epilogue and whatnot. It's just, it just feels so awkward and forced. And they do a great job of making you feel emotion, but I have a hard time believing that that romance could have really spawned from all of that, especially with on how rushed a lot of the sequences were in the last half of the series. But that's the only thing, though, is that how much time actually went on. Because true, you know, after the final the final thing, that uh, that it was three days. But but in truth, how much time happened after that? Before that, I mean, yeah. like before before that final confrontation. And it's true, we don't know. But that's also one of the faults is that if there was more that went into that, they didn't give us any sort of feeling that there was more going on behind the scenes. There wasn't real build up to anything. Yeah. So, like I said, the main gripe people have with Angel Beats is its pacing problems. Every exactly. everyone who has seen the show can agree that it would benefit from a couple more episodes. Exactly. That's true. Yeah, even yeah. even just like maybe like three to five more episodes. I I honestly think that super fleshed out. Yeah, honestly, I think if they had skipped over two or three of the early episodes and just gave us more on the individual characters and their inter or interpersonal relationships, it would have been perfect. But there were some really unnecessary moments in there. Oh, oh, true, true. Yeah, Uh, I mean, as as fun as the guild episode was, I do have to go and wonder if a majority of that episode could have been cut out. Ah, uh, no, man. Uh, no, the guild I think was well was needed. The one I the, there were a few ones that I, episodes that I'm like, why the fuck was this point? For example, let's see here. The ones that I think were kind of unnecessary was definitely family affair. First off, was that was that was during um. Uh, what was his name? Nio's Rampage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, favorite Flavor, I think, was okay, but half of that could have been gotten rid of. Favorite Flavor was the episode with the rocket chairs. Yes, with the rocket chairs. But about half of that could have been done away. Like, the Operation Tornado thing could have been gotten rid of and did, did some other stuff with it. Um, day Game, possibly, could definitely get him just gone away. Yeah. Day game? 
the Wasn't baseball, that, like, well, yeah, the the only per- the only purpose that the baseball episode served was to flesh out Hinata's character. Yeah, yeah. that was the only well, thing. So that one was okay. That like, was okay. But if it was like, yeah, fleshing out characters, fleshing yeah. out characters is never really actiony. It's always a lot of dialogue and a little bit of. Um, it, it, it's always just a little bit of. Uh, uh, what the hell's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's a little pain graping. Um, no, that's not the word. Uh, when you got di- when you flesh out characters, it's always just a little bit monotonous. That's the word I'm looking for mm-hmm. because it always has to be a lot more dialogue and not a whole lot of action stuff. So you just you're given too much information at once, so it feels monotonous. So those episodes that are fleshing out characters tend to feel like that quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, no, because that, that that's the entire episode all all about fleshing out Hinata, and you learn about him, and you yeah. learn what is. What yeah, he, I for, I, com- I completely forgot about that. So yeah, you're right there. Yeah, I. Uh, but no, the one thing I have to say though that kicked my ass extremely hard, it wasn't even the like it was at, it was the final, um, the final c- credits. Oh. As everybody was slowly disappearing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my that was, god. That was always a thing. Because like, they always appeared. They always appeared, and then at the end, yeah. They, yeah. They, they're missing the characters that have already disappeared. and then In very- order that they disappeared. Speaking, yeah. speaking of the themes, can we just say that My Soul, Your Beats, the opening for Angel Beats, is like one oh, of the yeah. best anime openings? Crow's song was really good. Totally agree. Oh, that was the best. That is a pro very... song and alchemy was really good. Yeah. Um. How about this? I don't remember them having any kind of like beach scene. They have yeah. like fishing though. They did the know, fishing scene, but like a fishing scene, like there's a body of water so. and there's people in bathing suits. Come on. Were they? Yeah, but in... it wasn't like a full episode. They weren't in bathing suits. They weren't in bathing suits. That's right. No, that's they were like, all still in their uniforms. This is like the first anime I can think of that didn't have like a beach scene like that. They were they weren't in bathing suits, and it, I, I can think of a couple. I, oh yeah, yeah, but like it's not a common thing that happens. Every well, especially every, with especially with schoolyard series, you know, anything actually set around you know the whole high school scene that is really unusual without a beach or a water park or something like that. Yeah. Because they always yeah, have like they always have the field trip to the beach. Yeah, they have that in the OVAs. They have like the one that's like the hunting, the going camping trip. Yeah, which is that episode of the like that OVA of the camping trip is just the guild episode all over again. The manga club <laughs> is amazing. Oh, thank God. The Single Dice <laughs> Swimming Club is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, the fishing and synchronized fishing club were amazing. The science club is amazing. Oh, oh that was great. All the traps. Anywho's. TK goes out like a boss in that episode. TK goes out like a boss all the time. I haven't seen this episode. I'm guessing you're talking OVAs right now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh my so god, Cole, I... just... You you do seriously need to see the OVAs. Oh, like, oh I, I'm tr- I'm gonna be watching them as soon as they as we as we finish recording. I know I voiced some gripes that I have with this series, but I cannot say one bad word about the OVAs. Just oh, it's just slapstick humor. It's great. Yeah. Anyways, though, yeah, but that was the part that hit me. Like those were the t- part, three parts were the parts that hit me the hardest because it was like 
well, I don't know. But there, but I, in honesty, like at first, I totally hated what I was watching. Like I didn't like the first episode at all because it didn't make any sense what the hell I was watching. It wasn't until the guild that I actually started getting invested. So mm. that's episode two. Typically, yeah, you give a show three episodes. Well, well, no, well, it wasn't really two. Like two was interesting. I'm like, okay, so people can die extremely horrible deaths, but they're fine. And then I'm like, okay. And then three was really, I really like three because I'm a big music guy. So, and I thought alchemy was really, really good. Yeah, and that's the one where like it, it kind of gives you the whole tone, like the sad tone of characters when they accept it. It introduces obliteration. Yeah, it introduces that there is a threat. I called it erasing. Or ex- yeah, I call I call it acceptance in the end. Yeah, because like For they me, called it being erased. As I that's what they, but that's what they thought it was. Yeah, that's their opinion of what they thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Speaking, okay. speaking of moments that like hit the most though. Fun fact: Angel Beats is one of the series that has a scene that gives me chills one hundred percent of the time. Like no matter how many times I watch it, I always get chills. And that is, uh, there's the scene where Yuripe is confronting "quote unquote" God, and oh, God is, God is oh. telling her to like wait and like give her a chance, and then she says, "We humans can't even wait ten minutes before going berserk and like blowing everything up." Uh, and like that was every every time God, she that says, was, but here's the thing though he wasn't God he yeah, was just quote unquote, quote unquote, he was just God. an NPC that was programmed by the former programmer yeah, yeah that's why I said quote unquote, he'd be, God he'd be more like an angel than anything I thought he refers to himself as an angel doesn't he no no okay maybe she refers to him as an angel yeah when she says humans can't even wait ten minutes. Yeah, because like no, that goes back to her backstory and everything, and just like the delivery of the line and like the oh shit, oh shit, everything. I did not yeah. put that t- connection together. Yeah, oh, you just low calls mine. Yeah, I did not even put the connection together for the ten minutes thing. And now that I'm thinking back, fucking the background for what she said that was the blood spattered clock. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! There you go. That's it. Lots of feels. More feels for you, Cole. Yeah. Every every time I see that scene, I get chills. Yeah. No, it's yeah. It's it's got some dark stuff in it, but it's like still balanced by some crazy humor. How you really have good. like some really dark, dead like characters being mutilated like that, but then you also have fucking rocket chairs and and uh, just weapons, just funny traps. It just and TK and TK and you got jammed fucking motherfucking TK. All right, baby. Yeah, dance, dance. Uh. Feel the groove. All right. And there's, I love their exit scene. It's like that's one of my favorite. The one where gifts. they're jumping out the window. Yeah, because they're playing yeah. mahjong, and then they're like, "Oh no, we've been caught!" And then they all run out the window, and TK just like backwards out the window. He's like, "Yo," it's like, "Ah, oh, motherfucking TK." Ah, well then. Since uh, I don't know if we want to spoil the OVAs for Cole, but how do you? What do you? What do you think of those? We'll quickly go into the OVAs of like how those are just normally just those are just straight funny episodes. They're not touching or heartwarming in any sense. They're just straight humor. <laughs> we need to go eat as much as we can. Ah, <laughs> it's the spirit of youth, baseball. 
I feel like we should just—I feel like we should just have one day where we try to put in as much tension as possible. Oh man, I don't know how to do that. I couldn't do it. It'd be—it'd be like a penalty. It'd just be horrible. So, Paul, uh, the whole episode OVA episode one is them like making everything as like intense as possible. Yeah, I've kind of taken a look at the overviews for them really quick, and I'm like, oh, okay. Even to the point that they have like they put a little meter down in the corner to make things super. Intense. Yeah, I just I literally started the first like I'm about about two minutes into the first episode and I've already seen the tension meter in there, so I was like, oh, this is gonna be interesting. Yeah, so it's great, and they have to like go study in class, and they're like, what about this? Oh, teacher, sensei. Oh, it's just so good. It's good stuff. Good, good, good humor. Good funny humor. So. But that's uh, that's that, and then the old second OVA is them just having traps when they're going camping, and then they all die. Uh, yeah, so that that's that's the anime book. With, without spoiling anything, everybody dies. Everyone, oh, just, but they always all die. That's the whole thing. That's True. that's yeah. the joke. That's the joke in the afterlife. So wait, but aren't but, they dead the whole time? So actually, nobody dies. Why don't you just go die? That's the die thing. a thousand times. So what? Well, do they still feel pain? I thought they did. They yep, feel, they oh, feel yeah. they feel pain. They feel immense pain when they die. They yeah, just don't is, die. <laughs> they can get used to it, but probably not. So I don't know. Ratings? Do we give ratings? Four, give, what, uh, what's the scale? Um, whatever five the stars. hell you want. We'll say five. Uh, Cole gives it five stars. I'm gonna give it. Um, Five sad tears out of two stabbed in the hearts. Actually, okay, hold on. I have to change that then. Five star. I got a five stars. Uh, five stars. Five tears and five heart stabs. Oh, Are we okay. going out of ten or five? five. I, I don't. Whatever we want. You don't even need to use those metrics. You can make it something completely different. Uh. Maybe, you uh, you gotta got, gotta ten? give me a scale here, man. How, how about I'll, I'll give I'll give you another rating. How about just ten TK shuffles? Mm, yeah, yeah, that works for me. Yeah, ten TK shuffles. Rob, oh. how are you feeling? Ten I'll TK give it shuffles, uh... ten TK shuffles and three rocket chair launches into the sea. Oh, oh. Yeah, oh, I like it. that's. That that is that's a very that's favorable how many, review right there. Because that there was three rocket launches. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> the slow mo of them is just. A, and the well, technically, well, technically, there were six rocket launches if you include the slow mos. Okay, Rob, <laughs> how how you feeling? What do you what, what do we want to give that rating there? For you reasons. know, actually, I'm just, I'm just gonna give it five TKs out of six because you know he needs an extra scale. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, TK. Goddamn TK. Plus, plus one Mabo Tofu on the side. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, my, my favorite character, and also the one that I hate the most, just because of poor editing choices. I think TK's still on my top ten favorite anime characters on, on my anime list. Let me check. I, I'd cosplay him. Oh, no, he's gone. Never mind. Rip. Oh, no. Oh, that's a good question. In this, uh, Of the four of us, if you could cosplay any of the characters, who would you cosplay? They they all dress the same. Uh, I do TK, straight up TK. They're all TK? wearing the same uniform. So no, that's not that true. Did, the that, guy that I, 
that yeah. you te- technically that's a lie because it, if that was true, then the same thing would be said about uh, Titan. About um, fall, what was the Titan Titan thing? Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan. Thank you. Yeah. No. No. It, the, Cole is right on that one. But no, the character that I would cosplay that old man that's somehow still in high school in the guild. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> Chat, chat. Is, is he really a high schooler? Yeah. No, yeah. I think it. I think it was more. I think it was more kind of like young at heart type yeah. thing. I just I get confused. And his name was Cha. Yeah. Despite they looking much older. Oh, like, okay. I actually looked at this. Despite looking much older, he's about the same age, and he was the fourth member to join the Triple S. Ah. At match? which time he had no facial hair. Mm. Did not realize that. He what first the- met Yuri and Hinta by holding the principal of the school hostage at gunpoint in an attempt to learn more about God, causing Why him to stab the shot. It probably would happen in the prequel Manga. light novel. Yeah. There's, there's a prequel light novel. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta read the light novel. <laughs> good, good well, no, stuff. it's it, the, the, the prequel light novel was made after Angel Beats. Angel Beats is an anime original. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yep. Most, 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 key anime are, most key anime are either originals or based on their own uh, visual novels. Nice. Crazy. I just, I find it tragic that he knows how to make guns. That means he has to be very familiar with guns. But I guess you have to have, like, a bad I have child. to admit, though, the cannon was kind of funny. I guess we don't know how to make a cannon! <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can't make things you've never uh, experienced before. Don't do well, that! It was like how many people was like how hard is a fucking cannon? Yeah, like, but like all of us here like, know how a cannon works. Yeah, but they you, that's a that's a thing you have to be like intimate with the thing where you have to have like actually touched it and low its soul. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I don't know. I'm the only one who said I'd cosplay anyone. Anyone else? What do you I mean? Would... I totally said I'd cosplay a guy. Oh yeah, you just said Ooh. yeah. Cool. Um. Either European. well, it's probably yeah. No, <laughs> Halberd guy. It's totally gonna be Halberd guy. Uh... No, I would not do Noda. No. It would for me personally. I think it'd be either Machuhita, Ma, Machuhita, or possibly, possibly Oyama. Just because he doesn't know anything. <laughs> okay. I think for me it'd either for me it'd be e- either Matsushita or uh, TK. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think the fact that TK just everybody loves TK. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, you got to. He's probably the most recognizable character out of the series too, He's aside from maybe man. Angel herself. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course, the protagonist. Oh, I guess I could probably do the protagonist as well, but it's not like any of these guys are hard, difficult people to play. Yeah, no, it's just like any kind of like school uniform and the hair. Mm. So, anyways, what should we do? What What should next month's anime be? Any suggestions? I, I actually thought about this, and I don't know if we want to do one quite this long, but could I possibly recommend Kaiji? Kaiji? Kaiji! Do you mean Keijo? No. 
Nimbu Kaiji? No, that's an anime. That's a that's the nationalist non political party. Uh, I'll, I'll send you a link. <laughs> How do you spell it? Give me a sec. Uh, Gaioko Boro Kaiji, Ultimate Survivor. Yes. I still don't know how to spell that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, it's made by Madhouse. Yes. Wait, Nathan, you haven't watched this? Synopsis, here we are. Kaiji Oto is good-for-nothing loiterer who spends his days drinking beer and stealing hubcaps. That is, until he ends up being tricked by his former co-worker. Unable to suddenly repay his friend's huge debt all by himself, Kanji is offered a shady deal to participate in illegal underground gambling on a cruise ship. It turns out to be nothing more than the beginning of his new life of hell, thrown headlong into a life-threatening rollercoaster of mind games, cheating, and deceit. Based on the first entry of the famous gambling manga series by Noyoko Fukumoto, uh, Gaioba Biro Kanji, Ultimate Survivor, follows our unlucky protagonist as he's forced to fight not only other people, but also the mysteries of their psyches. Kanji finds out the hard way that the worst sides of human nature surface when people's backs are against the wall and that the most fearsome dangers are all greed, paranoia, and human survival instinct himself. Hmm. Hmm. It How is, many episodes is it? 26. Well, the first season is 26. First, well, we can do the first season. Sure. Okay, why not? I haven't watched this before. I have no Me idea. Too. It's it's my it's my number five out of my top ten anime list. Is that... It's been, it is has the, been there since it came out. It was the first role. series I ever fan-subbed. And the, the, the animation style is interesting really oh. really straight hard edged like lots of like sharp angles yeah. like literally faces are like triangles hmm. another good one that could be done for an anime month is uh, Ketana Gatari mm. there's a lot to yeah. talk about in that show yeah interesting All right. that, was a good, uh, that was a good anime to watch Maybe so another we'll, time. We'll choose one of them and then we'll go on from there. Let's do Kaiji. We'll I go Kaiji. Right. Okay. Um, Katana Gattery right. will be another one later because that was a good episode. That was a good series. Oh, like yeah. All right, I'll keep that in mind. All right, then moving on from there, I guess we move on to the actual like uh, the discussion topic of the night. Ooh. Yes, Cole. Why don't you take it from or take it from here? Okay. Because it, um, it was your idea, after all. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, last, like, not really last week, but the la- one of the last episodes that we talked, we talked about movie or end game remakes and reboots. Now, I also kind of wanted to think, talk about this as well, because we've all played good games, we've all played uh, really good games, and we've also all played really, really bad games. Am I, would I, we all agree on this? Oh, yeah. Yep. So, and of course, there are some games that, like that you've played, and you're like, and "I was like, oh, this game is horrible. I'm never playing this again." And then within a year, and then about a year or so goes by, and I was like, "Oh, there's a sequel," and you're like, "Wait, what? <laughs> Why the fuck is there a sequel for this? Like, nobody likes this game." <laughs> so I wanted to ask, I was like, "What video games do you think that sh- that?" And of course, they're all the, the games that are amazing, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is awesome! I can't wait for the next one to come out for like a a secondary or a follow up to come because there's definitely more story here. They've left openings for it, but they never get a sequel. So, what video games do you think should get a sequel, 
And what are some that you know should not have gotten a sequel? All right. Can, can I uh, can I go and take one for the um, should get a sequel? But I was about uh, to never say, has, never will. My I, yeah, I know I have one too. I'll go. I'll say mine really, really quick. Conker's Bad Fur Day two. Ah, you see, you got the exact one I was thinking of. The one, well, it it, it was partially made, and then Microsoft bought freaking Rare, and then they ditched the whole program. Because yep. they didn't like how much swearing was in it. Well, hell, they re freaking made the game and made less swearing. Well, God, look what they did to Banjo Kazooie. They started uh, can we not? Can we not? Them. Can we not talk about nuts and bolts, please? Can we? Oh, can we please no, not? No, no, Tyler loves that game. That was a fun game. It's a fun game, but you look at what happened. Several people have left Rare as a result of that and said that they were developing an actual third game, Banjo 3E. They had the whole thing set up, and then Microsoft came in and said, yeah, nobody wants to play this kind of game anymore. This is not a Banjo-Kazooie game. No, uh, I I do agree with this. Um, I was thinking about this today (laughs) on the way home. The whole concept of people... A big thing right now, like I was watching PSX, uh, PlayStation Experience thing, um, majority of it was like retro games coming to the PS4. So like 20-year-old games coming to that. And I was thinking, like, are they, is it just a nostalgia thing to have those games come back? Is that better than them just making another game in the series of the franchise? But then I instantly thought of Nuts and Bolts, and I was like, would it be that? Because, like, the Nuts and Bolts is another game in a franchise, but it is completely different than the first two. Because the first two were the action... Adventure. Um, yeah, action-adventure. When I rem- remember when I used to, like, look at the little pamphlets you get with your PS1 at the end. It was like, what kind of games do you like? Racing? Action-adventure? And it was like, that was a category. And I was like, how do you describe that? Well, it's just the typical ratchet and clank spiral the dragon sly cooper uh whatever the other games the banjo kazooie uh oh uh crash bandicoot there's the other one i was thinking Diddy of. kong racing well no that's a racing game cole i know but i'm using that as an example kind of in there no because that's a racing game i was you just were... talking about straight action oh adventure straight games. adventure games oh i'm sorry yeah action i thought adventure you were games. kind of like adding stuff or like adventure. your third third person action adventure games mm-hmm. um which aren't really genre anymore no, that's no. just it. You look at games like Ukulele and Bloodstained. You've got the creator. Yeah, but you've got those games that are coming out, and they're being done by the creators of the original games, or people that worked on those development teams that are oh, so upset too. with the state of the game industry. You know, you had, and this is not a great example because he put out a crap game, but you even had Mega Man's creator go out and try uh... to go and. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mighty Number no. 9 is not a good game. But were we excited about it because, oh, the creator is going and bringing back a Mega Man-esque game? Yes! That's exactly why we were excited about it, because there hasn't been something like that in so long. The buzzwords are spiritual successor. Yeah. Yeah, because so. legally they can't go and use the actual game title itself. Yeah. Look at Bloodstained, for God's sakes. You got uh, Koji Igarashi going and running one of the best Kickstarter campaigns I think I've ever seen. Because, hey, guess what? Castlevania has not been Castlevania in at least a decade. That's very Uh, true. Want to make a Castlevania-style game? That's a genre, isn't it? A Castlevania game. 
Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of people go and refer to it as, uh, I think they call it, um, oh, God, hold on, hold on. I want to make sure I get the terminology right. Uh, Egavania style games. Yeah. Like it became like a kind of genre itself. Yeah. Because so. they're. Yeah, because Igarashi basically came up with that because he also worked on the original Metroid as well. You know, mm-hmm. he's the father of that. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess what, what was uh, so we're wanting games that it, it's kind of weird to say sequels like that because we're a lot of games we want to play are from our childhood that we want sequels for, but like the way the game market was back then compared to what it is now, we're never going to see it. Yeah. Well, no, we'll see. Like, Psychonauts, uh, that's something that is actually happening. Like, they're coming up with a Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 1 is a cult following to it, but it it was actually extremely poor sales. That's a game that flopped. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, that's, that was a true cult classic before it became, you know, a re-release hit. Yeah, but, like, the game, when it came out, it had horrible sales. It had, like, a huge trouble during the whole... Uh, coming out and and uh, developing because it becoming on one system, but then all of a sudden they changed it for the Xbox when it came out because Xbox was a new big thing, and then it just like it flopped and it never had any good sales. Um, I think the original, yeah, and even like the company name that it was under that one went out of business because of it uh, because right now it's like being re released with Double Fine, um, but that's not. The company that it originally was mm. under, the original so, company just kind of died. Okay. But it got such a cult following that nowadays you can be like, "Hey, do people like this game?" Yeah, they do. Well, then let's just get a crowdfunding, kind of test the waters, see how people want, and then they fund it. Boom, the game's going to get funded and come out because there's demand for it, and they've already paid for it basically. Okay, how about games that shouldn't have had a had a it shouldn't have had a, a re or not a real release, but or at least a sequel. A sequel. Call of Duty. <laughs> Man, that's the whole concept. Is yeah, those games is like they sell. Yeah, they're, unfortunately, they're money yeah. grabbers. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Mm. I, I always found that. Oh, by the way, Tyler, I'm pretty sure you've heard about this, but Bulletstorm Two is on its way. No, I did not hear about that. Yeah, Bulletstorm Two is is is, is a thing. Well, that was a fun game. I don't know. Uh, Nathan, you were saying something. Yeah. I always felt that the uh, prototype was a game that didn't need a sequel. The, yeah. the, the, the prototype sequel kind of just came out of nowhere. It wasn't yeah. really necessary. It didn't add anything. <laughs> the main reason for that was that the prototype was an Xbox game, mostly. Yeah. And it, but 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 it it was the competitor. Of a nearly identical game, Infamous, on- which is actually friggin' awesome. Yes, I agree. Infamous I haven't is- played it, but I will agree with you. But that's the thing, though, is that that's what it's 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 it was exactly it was essentially a clone. In in essence, it was a clone, but they had to change it enough that it would work. Pretty much. So that's what happened, and so because of it, that's where that all came from. Hmm. Trying to think of games that didn't need sequels. Other than like like Call of Duty is I don't know, they're not even they don't even feel like sequels. They're just like yeah. the same game again with other stuff in it. Dead Island Yeah, that's that's more of an uh, expanded franchise sort of thing. Yeah, I am um, Dead uh, Dead Island didn't need one. Yeah. Maybe. 
kind of want to play uh, Dishonored 2 to see if that one needed it. Because Dishonored uh, 1 was good, and it had a good ending. So, like, yeah, I don't really see it. Dishonored 2 is actually looking really good. A lot of people are saying it's really, really good. Yeah. <clears throat> God. I don't know. I, I don't really know too many games that I got sequels yeah. that didn't need them. I The only thing that gets me here is that a lot of them... How about Earth Defense Force? Hmm? Earth Uh-oh. Defense Force. I never oh. really played it, but... I, eh, I don't know. It's almost oh, like low-hanging fruit. I Part of the problem is I think most of the games that... You know, they're almost specific sequels that I would say were unnecessary in a lot of cases. Because, I mean, a lot of the, you know, active shooter games, you know, whether it be Call of Duty and whatnot, that kind of stuff, yeah, I don't play them. Because a lot of the games that I can think of that didn't deserve sequels, a lot of them are, you know, the third or fourth installment in a game franchise. No, I'm trying oh, to five, know, nights. five Nights with Freddy's doesn't need any more fucking sequels. I, Apparently, Sister Location is really good. Yeah, that's... I don't know, that's a tough one for me to go and qualify there, because it's not like a $60 game. <laughs> oh, Gears of War 4, probably. I haven't played it yet, but like... I, what which I, I find is, very weird. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, it's it's like a... Yeah, it's a $60 game for, that you, to buy. But like, from what I hear, it all takes place in one night, and it's like kind of the story sort of filled itself out at the end of three yeah no that's just it it's like (sighs) the only one and i mean christy would probably kill me for even bringing this up but the only game that i can think of that had a really unnecessary feeling sequel was like dragon age 2 which is a weird thing to say because i absolutely love dragon age origins and i love dragon age inquisition just that second game is just not it good. Was, it was. It was. Eh. It was very. Eh. Yeah. Um. I will yeah. have to say that going back for this because I know Tyler's played these games as well. He literally borrowed them from me. I'm pretty sure he hasn't given them back yet. Um. Jack. Uh, did I give those back? Because I you literally, might've. I bought. You might have. Uh, I can't remember. Because I, I, I know I bought the uh, ones when they came out in the collection. So. Yeah. If I, I, I shouldn't remember. have, I swear I gave him back. Cause but no, but the the Jack Racing game was not needed. Yeah. Oh, Jack X. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that game was know. not needed whatsoever. That yeah, that and the Lost Frontier. I I'm not entirely sure why they felt like they needed to do that, other than just quick cash grab. But Lost Frontier. Yeah. Is that another Jack game? Yeah. Okay, I never watched. Yeah, it. that and Daxter for that record. <laughs> for that and, yeah, and the Daxter game. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, there was a straight Daxter game. Wasn't that a PSP game though? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That was. Yeah. See, that makes sense. That's like the spin-off games because like Ratchet and Clank had some spin. Like Clank had his own spin-off game. Secret Agent oh, yeah. Clank. Secret Agent Clank and uh, well, Side guess... Matters. Yeah. So those are PSP games. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nintendo dogs like never games, needed yeah. one. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> Nintendo dogs too. Uh, what are you talking yeah. about? There's like 16 new breeds of dogs. <laughs> what about Ninja Gaiden? Um, I don't know. It's a game for masochists, so I kind of feel it's like the sequels are probably yeah, well worked. Yeah, Ninja, Ninja Gaiden themselves is a very, very difficult game. And like talking about Dark Souls. Yeah, you need a Dark Souls. 
Wait, uh, be Dark careful. Souls... <laughs> well, I don't know. It, We're not saying that. Dark... Well, Dark Souls was good, though. I know. It was it's also weird... painfully difficult. <laughs> yeah, and then the first, the second, and the third are supposedly all the same. So, like, I guess that's what makes them good. Like, I'd say that's probably true. Garden Warfare. There we go. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. We didn't need a second one. Uh, they made a Garden Warfare 2? Yep. Oh. It came out like like four months ago. Oh, jeez. No, yeah. No. Um, I that. Every Tom Sonic Fire. game since Knuckles. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Every Shots Sonic fired. game, essentially. Yeah. I mean, fucking. One oh, was Knuckles. <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles, the third game. Yeah, that one was like how long ago? That was that was like 20, I don't know, man. Sonic like Sonic ago. Adventure Two. Oh, okay, okay. okay. You, make, like, you make yeah. a good point. Adventure Two. I yeah, okay. It's for, honest to God, this is probably like the best Sonic game. But Saints aside, Row. Aside from like the classics, but I have to, I have to, I have to suggest it just because it's, I, it's in front of me here. Saints Row. Um, the fourth one in particular. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. I'm looking at. Yeah. yeah, Saints Row the third was fun. I will admit, Saints Row three was good. The fourth one just felt like it was an expansion. Yeah, I don't know. It was but... just weird. So Skylanders done right there. Oh my god, no! <laughs> For fuck's sakes, we don't need any of those games. Yeah, that's just oh. Why did they do that? Though? What did they yeah. do to you, Spyro? I That's what they did to him. They sold him <laughs> to our dragon bros. Over, our dragon over and over again. Bros. Yeah. Like they, there's so many freaking Skylanders games now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now they got a TV show on Netflix. It's just uh Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur, maybe, but Soul Calibur. Oh, no. Fighting yes. games always need sequels. Come on. Yeah, yeah. fighting yeah. games. Yeah. yeah. But only they, if you do them right. That's the problem. Is that Soul Calibur, or I should say Soul Blade? Great. Soul Calibur, or uh, Soul Calibur, really good. Soul Calibur 2, one of the greatest fighting games ever made. Soul Calibur 3, really good fighting game. One of the smartest and earliest fighting game character creators ever. Then you get over to Soul Calibur 4. That's the one with like Yoda and. Darth Vader, and wasn't Vader. It? And the no, character was five. I thought that was five. No, no, that was four. Okay, I remember playing that. Did they yeah. get up to five? Yeah, yep. yeah, they came out with the fifth one. And it oh. was basically four with a better character creator. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater kind of... Go- I'm glad that stopped. Yeah. Um, uh, no. Uh, mm, uh, I Tony Hawk Pro Skater was so fun back in the day. Oh, yeah, back in yeah. the day, yeah, but they got up to five. <laughs> Yeah, I, I oh, think the fifth one. The... Yes, I understand the fifth one. The fifth one was like literally. There's no seven one seconds. Um, yeah, well, that's a fighting game. So yeah. the fifth, like, like the whole Tony Hawk, like the fifth game is it has to totally do with the whole fact that they had the rights for it, and then the rights were just kind of coming to the end. So we're like, oh, I guess we got to cash out on this because like the fifth one, it's not it's not a good game. It's no. not really buggy and. Like, maybe if it was, like, the original Tony Hawk game, it's about that kind of caliber. But that's back when they had lower technology, and, like, everything was on N64 and PS, PS1. Yeah. So, yeah. But there was also a lot more interest in skateboarding back then. I mean... Well, 
It the was edgy and yeah. cool. Yeah, because well, it wasn't it. anything yeah. like that before. But now we're up to five, and we have all these other games. So it's like that doesn't really scratch the itch. That's like people people make those games on their computer with emulators, like nothing nowadays. Yeah. So. Well, and I think that they kind of jumped the shark with that franchise when they got up. To, excuse me to Underground Two. Like, yeah, the first, yeah. The first yeah. three Tony Hawk games are. They just kept getting better and better and better. And then you had Underground where you're able to really make your own character and you had your own story going along with it. It was all the best mechanics of the game mixed with, you know, not what I would go and describe as compelling necessarily, but a really fun campaign that just kind of brought it all together and really gave you a sense of ownership in it. And then Tony Hawk's Underground 2. Tony versus Bam. <laughs> like there is nowhere else to go from there. You cannot refine those mechanics any more than you already had. Yeah. And then look what they tried so. to go and do. They tried to come up with a freaking skateboard peripheral for God's sake. That was the only oh way. Oh my god. Worst my sister bought world. that. And it did not work worth shit. You just no, like you stand no, it did on, not. and move and it's just like I, I don't know what I'm doing. It you it takes a lot to go and have a peripheral that most video game magazines would describe as more useless than the power glove. They found a way to do it because it didn't do fucking jack shit. <laughs> no, it did not work at all. Yeah, at nope. least the power glove did something with the handful of games that were designed around it. It did work. At least that the power did. glove became a cult icon. It did. It did. Yeah, so bad. <laughs> The, the skateboard did not. If I pulled out the skateboard, some people would be like, oh my god, it's one of those. Or everyone else would be like, what the hell is that? Yeah, is that real? <laughs> it looks like a hoverboard. It just, yeah. It's a skateboard without wheels on it. It's just like... Oh. It's funny just kind of scrolling through all these game sequels and going through them like, wow. There's just so many games here. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like we need to go back to... What the fuck is Wizardry? Game. What the fuck is Wizardry? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's an old computer game from 1992. Oh, it's probably like a text game then. Yeah, maybe. Oh. And that was number seven too. Yeah. Oh yeah, the WWE games. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I. By the way, I was. I've been trying to figure out if this was any good at all because I've seen like people like text walkthroughs back when I used to get Nintendo magazine and gaming magazines. Yakuza, the Yakuza series. Yeah. Oh, is it any oh. good at all? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. I mean, it's. <laughs> How do I, I hear this not being offensive? So, um, uh, it's Asian yeah. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> That's, That's what I yeah, thought it was. Essentially, what it was. <laughs> like I, <laughs> the last I'm just looking at the receive at the reception for Kuza Five, and it was between eighty and ninety. Yeah, like no. They, from what I hear is like, oh. uh, from what I hear is like, you can play the game. You can just jump in whenever you want because each game is kind of its own story, but it does have characters that tie into the other stories. Uh, so it is all in one universe, but each one's kind of individual story. But then there's kind of characters that kind of cross over between them. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'm just I, I was just scrolling through a whole bunch of stuff, and I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah, so but like, I mean, it's it's like games like a lot of sequels come out because the games sell. Like, yeah. So why why don't we go and talk about games that 
didn't sell and, you know, unlike Psychonauts, you know, have not been lucky enough to go and get a sequel. You know, I'm sure we've all got at least one that we can think of. Mm. Or ones where the developers have gone out of business and, you know, the rights to it are just floating out there in the ether and nobody's thought to pick them up. That almost happened to The Last Guardian. Yep. It was it was in a lot of development hell. Yes. I don't know, we're in, we're in such a weird nostalgic area that, like, our generation, like, a lot of people that buy video games are in, like, the kind of 20s, a little bit 30s, around there. And it's people that grew up with video games from the 90s. Uh, and we all, that's what we're trying to do, is we're all super nostalgic. So we're trying to get these games that we played when we were young, either getting them to be HD, uh, HD uh, remakes, or we're getting uh, sequels to them, because we want that's kind of what we want like i remember a time where i would be like i wish these games i could play again and literally all those games have been hg released remakes. yeah like like age of mythologies there's an hg remake that came with an expansion i used to play um, age of empires so often it's out yeah first um, two used to be my my jam yeah um but but those were all super successful games that you're describing grim fandango yes. uh uh, Evil Genius. That wasn't a super successful game, but it still has an HD remix. They, mm-hmm. I bought it on Steam. Um, oh, here's one. No, I'm still remember Warcraft, like the original Warcraft series. Are glad yeah. <laughs> farming simulator. <laughs> oh god, that's <laughs> still getting sequels. Oh, I know, but I'm saying I'm glad that it has sequels, even though it's surprising that it's still going. When when do we get Goat Game 2? Oh, oh. God. Goat Simulator 2. <laughs> oh, my God. Please. Please. <laughs> have they? Do they still, like, add expansions to it? I have no idea. Oh, I never yeah, actually ended up buying the game. Apparently the they have. was the, uh, uh, like, uh, World of Goat. Like, World of Warcraft. Oh, Goat yeah. MMORPG. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. yeah. And that, that was, was the one. No, but I'm talking it's... about games like Mad World or Metal Arms, Glitch in the System. <laughs> games that should have been big successes, but either because of bad marketing or just other games coming out that completely eclipsed them at release just will never go and get anything. I don't know, I got nothing. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like most games, I think of now did get sequels or get each day remakes at least. So, <clears> hmm, <throat> hmm, hmm. What about Beautiful Joe Three? Uh, oh no, but it did get a sequel because it had Beautiful Joe Two. Yes, but where's number three? Well, I don't know, man. That's still technically a sequel. It's hard to you say. got me there. You got me on that one. Yeah, so it did get one. It just it didn't continue into a franchise. Yeah. So, ah, jeez. I remember the cartoon. It had a fucking cartoon, Beautiful Joe. I remember it the cartoon. It had a fucking anime. Well, same thing. Whoa. Yeah, it was, that, the, is like, that is the I ultimate example of lost media as well. Because you cannot go and find the whole damn thing. No? 
Didn't it even... does not exist. There's several episodes that even uh, the company that went and actually animated it and uh, Capcom have said they don't have them anymore. They're just lost. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, that and the day with SpongeBob, but you know we're not going to talk about that. Well then, no, I got. That's all. I I really got nothing on my list. I'm trying to like think of things and. Nothing is coming to mind. Maybe that's the whole point. Um, is that it's just like they're since they just aren't memorable enough to come to my mind that I just I can't I can't think of anything. It's pretty obscure uh, kind of game that we're trying to look for, and that obscurity is what's making them hard to find. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's part of my problem because I'm I'm just into a lot of those obscure things like Armed and Dangerous, one of Lucas Arts' greatest games with the worst graphics. Yep. Armed and Dangerous. Yeah, you've never seen that. No, I don't think so. Oh, oh my God! Just. I'm sure somebody has an emulator out there on the internet. You need to find it. It is. It is some of the funniest writing in a video game ever. And introduced me to my favorite video game weapon of all time. The Land Shark Gun. The, the Land, Land Shark, Shark Gun. Gun? Yep. Good lord. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> <clears throat> hmm. Well then. Yeah. Um, oh, what am I thinking of? I just got something in my head. Oh, oh, oh. Um... Oh, you reminded me with LucasArts. It was a LucasArts game. Monkey Island? No. Was it Rogue Squadron? I think it was Rogue Squadron. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Rogue Squadron. Yeah, I, I can get game. another one of them games. Yep. I guess they had a bunch of them. They also had a lot of good Jedi games, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's bring those back. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because like all we got now is is the uh, Battlefront game. And it's just, Star um, Wars Rogue Squadron, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, I still have it in my hand. I have, still have it at my parents' house. I, I don't. I got neither of those. Oh, Mech Warriors. We need more Mech Warriors. Yo, too. Mech Warrior. That was a good game. Yeah, there you go. I could go for some more Mech Warrior. I could go for more games with mechs in general. I like mechs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. You got you. You like your Gundams. You, you like you like making them and such and doing things with them. That that is the thing I do. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. That I'm yeah. praying for Zone of the Enders three. Please. You keep teasing it. Just give it to us, man. Just please. You quit teasing us. Give it to us. Give it to us, please. That's that's all I got, man. That's I think I think that's all I got for games. That's all I can think of. Yeah, that's all I can really think of too. What about you, uh, Nathan? Honestly, I can't think of much. I don't know. Fighting games always get like remakes, and those are games that like fighting games do not sell well. They just they don't. That depends on the fighting game. Street Fighter Five sold like hotcakes. So did uh, Final. It's not Final Fantasy. Um, so did um, Mortal Kombat. Yep. Yeah, Mortal Kombat, Smash Bros. But 
the the big doing... the big mainstream titles always That's sell. That's it. The really AAA ones do okay. It's just yeah. everything else. Yeah, yeah. But compared to all other games, it's just like I don't know. Fighting games, I've always just found of like them notoriously not doing as good as sales as every other game. But like they still get they get a weird. Uh, support anyways because of them just being so competitive that's, style games yeah that's because fighting games always fall into like the niche community like yeah. it, it literally the only people who are going to buy like every single fighting game in one of the series are like the fanatic players who dedicate like a crap ton of time to getting good at those games Damn. so so yeah the the sales and market is kind of limited to that community yeah yeah at least for like, the most part. Actually, met somebody that plays Blaze Blue. I play Blaze Blue. Blue. I pronounce it. I play Blaze Blue. Wow, you're the first person I've actually met that plays it. Really? Well, Dane plays it. Does he? Yeah, totally does. Huh. Yeah, I, I I play I play uh, Smash Melee, Guilty Gear, and Blaze Blue uh, competitively. Huh. Yeah, there you go. Look at you. Look at you, Rob. You learned you learned some new stuff tonight. Yes, I did. These are Sakura Rangers approved facts. Yeah, yeah. Science facts. Is there like a jingle that plays every time we have a science fact? Because that's yeah. that's like three now. It yeah, will be. After this, yeah. it will be. <laughs> it's like the more you know. Yeah, just have like the mini star go across. Science fact. There we go. I I don't think there's any better way to go and end this podcast than on a science fact. (laughs) Science fact. Okay. Yeah. No. Let's take it out. Take it out on the science fact. I guess we need to go and say it. Um, Thank you. All of all of you listening for joining us again this week. Uh, make sure to check us out on iTunes and help us out by giving us a five star review. Don't forget to check out the Legacy Archives on SoundCloud either. Uh, definitely make sure to check out the Soccer Rangers Wedding Podcast. That was a lot of fun a couple of weeks ago. Hoping to do some more stuff like that soon here. Uh, don't forget about YouTube for all our multimedia projects, including Cosplay Mom, which is coming soon, and a few new ideas launching soon as well. Please hit us up on Twitter at Soccer Rangers, our email, SoccerRangersPodcast at gmail.com, and our Facebook group, Soccer Rangers Podcast. It's going to be a great season, and we hope you'll join us for all of that. And of course, we are doomed, updating every Monday. Take care, everyone. 